<laughs> Welcome back, guys. Uh, hope you uh, were up through that. <laughs> I just took a zanny. <laughs> Woo! I can't stay up. All right, here we go. This is the new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard that magnificent intro, so you know what that means. This is the fastest, funniest 60 minutes in podcasting history and the future. I'm your humble host this week. Your boy L.O.A.K.A. aka Sweet Lee is in the building, and I'm joined by two illustrious members of the podcasting community. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. What's up? What's up? It's your boy Vin in the building, aka Kid Coquito, aka Ghost. Just Counting on my coquito money, just looking at my empire. It's beautiful. Mm. This is Alaric. Welcome to you both. And speaking of coquito, um, Kid Coquito was kind enough to drop off the delivery yesterday. Uh, I did taste the ice cream yesterday and a little ooh, bit today. Ooh, ooh. And today is the, well, tonight is the first time I'm cracking open this year's batch of Terry's Coquito. And I have to tell you, it is marvelous, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, the show can be, I guess, sponsored because everybody's drinking coquito tonight. Yes, that's right. And I just got a text from uh, PJ, friend of the show from Melanated Podcast. Highly Melanated, yes. Highly Melanated in the building. He got his bottle and he just texted me and was like, this is really delicious. Can I put it in the freezer? I guess to save it or whatever. But shout out to him. He he enjoyed it. So shout out to everybody who bought some coquito. What is the answer to that question? You can you can put it you can put the bottle in the freezer. All mm-hmm. that's going to happen is is this as long as the bottle's not full to the top because once it starts to expand, it'll break the bottle. Mm. But if you've taken a drink out of it, you can put it in the freezer, and when you want to drink it again, you could just defrost it. It's just going to turn to, I guess, not ice cream, but you know, close yeah. to it. That's just science. <laughs> <laughs> that's not science. <laughs> that's not science. Well, folks. Um, just want to do a little housekeeping. As you know, this beginning part of the A Block of the show, we do the check-in. But before that, I just want to remind you that you can always give us a call or text us at 619-940-4040. We love your pleasant thoughts, your pithy thoughts. It doesn't matter. We just like to hear from you guys. So, And I want to give a special shout out because hometown New York City was coming on strong with the streams last week which is always nice to see, um, and particularly this time of the year, because that means people are starting to hunker down on the weekends and uh, just chill with us and, and, and listen to uh, our hilarity and fuckery. So shout out to New York City and thank you for the love. And on that note, who would like to start the check-in? We would just ask the audience real quick uh, while I have it in my mind. How do you guys feel about us bringing back the live? We thought about, we're thinking about trying to bring back the live maybe once a month or twice a month. We'd love to hear from you. So, you know, give us a call, 619-940-4040. Check us up on our IG, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, or whatever. Just give us a shout. We'd like to know because we like doing it. I don't know. You guys like doing it. Yeah, give them the email address as well. Yeah. Dakota 40 at gmail.com. Yeah, you know what would be cool? If we bring listeners and uh, guests 
on to the live. Yes. Yeah. That would be dope. We started doing that at the end. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I just realized that. But um, it might be easier on IG now. Yeah, so that that will be coming for the new year. Um, That'll be fun to do. Back to the check-in. So my check-in is bittersweet or sweet and bitter because it started off great this weekend. Went, did my deliveries. Me and the wife hung out and dropped off Coquito uh, like, you know, Santa. I don't know what the equivalent of the Coquito dropper should be called. But anyway, I came with Christmas gifts and joy and, and, and cheer. Everybody got their bottles. Everybody got their ice cream. And we got home last night and we stopped at our favorite restaurant well not restaurant our favorite takeout spot in queens the jerk hut makes delicious jerk chicken uh, anything you know uh, oxtails it's just delicious so we pull up to 233rd and merrick and the motherfucker was closed and we was yo my mouth was ready for that jerk chicken all day but they do have a second sister restaurant in uh over there by um Burger King in Elmont, over there by where Carville used to be. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. on that corner, they got a they got a jerk us. So we went and got it from there, man. And we sat in the parking lot for like five minutes because I had to do like one more delivery. Yo, when I say this shit was crack, it was just so good. It was so good. The oxtails, uh, my wife had the oxtails. I had a jerk chicken. Delicious, delicious. Do the deliveries, come home and... This is when the bitter part comes in. When we open up the refrigerator, we notice that the refrigerator is not blowing cold. Now, this LG refrigerator I bought during the pandemic through 2020, and it took like four to five months to deliver. And when when I got the refrigerator, I wasn't really happy with it. But it's what you you get what you pay for, right? It's an LG refrigerator. I did all the reviews. It said like it had pretty good reviews. But I haven't had this motherfucker two years now, and uh, it's blowing hot air in the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the freezer and in the the main part of the refrigerator so basically it's a box with lights and uh i had to get up this morning and call it's, the it's, home depot it's an easy bake oven now pretty much <laughs> uh, if you want to if you want to store a hot buns hot crust buns or pizzas you can just come to my house put it in my fucking fridge Ooh, hot buns hot buns um slide up between those buns <laughs> paws so anyway I had to get up this morning and fucking call the Home Depot warranty people. Luckily, oh. I did get the extended warranty. Through LG or Home Depot? Through Home Depot. Okay. So they basically, and it's their warranty is through a Shurion, one of those, one of the the, the warranty kings of. Yeah, warranty. we all know a Shurion. Yeah. Cocksuckers. Uh, so call them up. And I don't mean to sound like a MAGA American, but the fact that customer care doesn't exist in america anymore is ridiculous what bothers me even more the fact that you have to go through i don't know 75 fucking prompts before you can get to a live person is ridiculous it's not like you can say customer care that's not recognized you got to hit five then seven then eight what's your problem explain in a voice hit number one and all by that time i'm just pissed and then the person picks up and Americans hate that condescending. I know I do. I hate that condescending. That's not really condescension. It's more of this over nice. Oh, please, sir. Thank you very much. Bing, 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 bing. I, I, I can't. I hate that shit. I hate that over nice. Just fix my fucking problem. Oh, yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah, the, exactly. L, L talked they, about it. Well, they follow the script. Yeah. Yo, the fucking the script. Shit, bro. I, by that point, you know, I said, look, 
you know, so then I was like, I lost all my groceries. It's three days before Thanksgiving. Like, da 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 da. da. Oh, we, you will be reimbursed for your groceries. It's a part of the insurance. You can fill out the forms and blah, blah, blah. And in seven days, we'll send you a bill. So now I'm thinking, they'll I send got, you a bill? They'll send me, I'm sorry, a check for oh, okay. whatever the lost, whatever they'll cover up to. So I'm thinking, I had at least 10 ribeyes and 15 lobster tails <laughs> that I had at the rod this morning. So I'm thinking. Are you sure you didn't have six one pound lobsters in the freezer? I'm yeah, pretty sure you I did. I remember you telling me you picked those up. Yeah. That's full, what we, matter of fact, full price. At full price. Those were like $75 because I actually had to go to Maine <laughs> and drive to get those you drove up there. Right. I drove yeah, up I to Maine. Make sure to include your gas, yeah. uh, Bill. The lobsters all had bow ties on when I bought them. Mm. Bought them so that's extra. <laughs> that's got to be premium. Yeah. That's premium lobster, right? So, yeah, I'm I'm going to fucking ring up a bill for these fuckers. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to unwrap in this whole situation. But what really bothers me is how fucked up these products are right now. Now, I don't know what happened during the pandemic, and I'm going to guess that this fridge probably was in a warehouse where it was probably supposed to go back because it had some sort of defect and maybe they fixed it in hot because the shit like when you literally move the refrigerator, you could hear the compressor rattling. You're not supposed to do that with a brand new refrigerator. I didn't think nothing of it because it's like, fuck it, it's working like I'm not. To have to go through the return for everything is just a pain in the ass. But now I have a dead refrigerator. And the one refrigerator that's still in my house that works is the how the one I've had for over 10 years. Knock on fucking wood. This shit still works. No problem. Hmm. It's a, I should have got a Whirlpool. Old white refrigerator. Old white refrigerator still works. I think we got a Whirlpool, <laughs> but it's it's a stainless steel, though. Yeah, my shit is the old white one. And it well, still you, works. If you remember, my, my fridge died during the pandemic around the same time as your, yours did. Yeah. And we managed to get a Kenmore. And recently, I started seeing water coming down into my basement bathroom oh my from the ceiling. Uh-huh. We finally tracked it down. It was coming from the back of the refrigerator. Luckily, it wasn't anything serious. And it was just the hose coming from the- To make the, the ice in the water machine. Yeah. The, it, when it, it goes up into the fridge, uh-huh. that hose- it just dry rotted and it was okay. a hole in it. Okay. So luckily it wasn't anything too serious. But mm. yeah, these whole th- these these appliances are really not as good as they once were because they're disposable now. It's just shit to me, man. You know what I mean? Cause you you know, and it's not cheap. These appliances, these appliances, like if you want to get top of the line, you gotta you gotta pay five, six grand. But you know, you're thinking if I'm paying fifteen hundred, two thousand, or a thousand, or whatever the price is for the refrigerator, you're thinking it's gonna last more than two years. And I'm glad I got the fucking warranty because now I call them up and they're going to fix it. No course, but it's just the shit you got to go through. And now if the guy comes in and he says, well, I can't fix it, I'll get money for another refrigerator. But then how long do I have to wait for a new one now? Because right. I don't know what the weights are now. But that that was my morning. And, and then after I fucking scream at these people for like 30 minutes. My fucking cell phone started bugging out where I'm on the phone and the woman's like, I can't hear you. And I think she was fucking with me, but I cannot hear you. Bye, sir. Fuck you. <laughs> Rude American. Yeah, that she fucking hit me with that shit. I cannot hear you, sir. Sir, are you there, sir? sir hello. I'm going to say hello. Bye. <laughs> they hung up on me, man. Twice. But so <laughs> something was wrong with my phone, apparently. All my electronics are bugging today. So, mm. you know. 
it was that type of day. I was supposed to make a delivery to my cousin. He he's in the area for a bottle of coquito. And I yo, know, after that, I get off the phone, I make coffee, and I'm steaming the milk, and my right hand, some my elbow, something like that hits the cup and the shit just spills. Brand new, fresh from the espresso machine coffee all over the fucking counter. Mm. It was at that point I was like, I'm not leaving the house today. This mm. is a sign. Look at God telling me not to leave the house today. So what I did was clean up the coffee, made another cup of coffee, went downstairs and got on my game and played some fucking Call of Duty. Shout out I to like Call how you had the commitment to write the day off at 930 a.m. Hey, <laughs> sometimes you do it. <laughs> sometimes you got to do it because sometimes, not you know, what? move, my friend. But you know what? That's when, you know, when I had a full time gig, that's what I would do. I'd wake up and like, I'm not going to work today. Whatever the reason was today, I was like, if I don't, I should stay my ass in the house. Mm. If I go out the house, some stupid shit might happen. Mm. That's how I just felt. I just like, let me, let me just stay in the house today. I'm not go out the house. Say, fuck it. It's and, not going to work out today. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> why, why, why late? Why tempt fate? Why yeah. go out? Because my luck would be I'd be up light and some fucking cocksucker would hit my car or some stupid shit or I fall on my face and break my phone while I'm while I'm getting coffee or going up a step. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> what you say about steps, nigga? Oh, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, so that's basically it. Mean, that, that's that's uh, my check-in in a nutshell, man. But um, uh, we'll see Wednesday what happens. Hopefully the guy comes. I, I told him what the problem was. And, I like, you know, I, I was just talking shit to the person on the phone. Like, you, 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 your equipment is garbage. Give me, a new, give me a new fucking refrigerator. But do but you want a new one? I do, but I also don't want to wait the possible three to six months to get a new refrigerator. Is crazy. reimbursing you the monetary value uh, an option? That will be an option if the guy comes and says, I can't fix it, or it's something unrepairable. Okay. You know what well, I mean? Just if he says that. S- slide him a 50 and, you know, ask him, that's your diagnosis, isn't it? This is this is ir- ir- irreparable. How about I don't slide him a 50 and I just I just come upstairs and, and have my gun on my hip? Don't look like it's well, going to work, right? That, yeah, that's... You, you, <laughs> charting into different territory at that point you're not making friends that way that's extortion yeah exactly (laughs) how about how about in this head in this head head, you got you got something that makes you forget about the fact that you got a broken uh, refrigerator here right okay maybe I'll play nice I'm just saying play nice that's my check in you are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy, Finn. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Well, thank you, Vincent. Brother Alaric, uh, what, what say you? How was your week? My week was good. I, I want to give another quick shout out to PJ, who is a fellow podcaster, a friend of the show. He's been on the show as a as a guest um, when we were doing the live and a longtime listener, we finally met in person today. Oh, when did I you? Dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I was recruited as a um, seasonal sweatshop worker in the Coquito factory <laughs> without compensation, by the way. Well, 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 I just want to announce that for the authorities. Kid Coke, why you got to talk, why you got to talk shit? 
without the union present. You got to talk shit Kito. behind the, the, the taking advantage and leveraging back. friendship. <laughs> I said, I don't want to do it, man. He's like, you want this Coquito, don't you? Oh, you and will do like, it. You will do it. And I did it. PJ lives not too far from me. So nice. I dropped off the bottle um, for him. Really cool dude. Um, and he's been listening to the show since the beginning and um, is a great supporter. So giving you an extra shout out. And I wanted to talk to you about my new guilty pleasure on YouTube. Nope. I've fallen down this YouTube hole. Uh-oh. And I need you all to come with it. me. Let's hear it. It's called Doorbell News. Oh, no. This shit is so brilliant. <laughs> is it just this guy, ring cameras? Yes. <laughs> it's all the fuckery going on around the country in front of your ring doorbell or your wow. Nest doorbell. It's from, called from doorbell package news. pirates to people stealing packages to accidents that happen in front of your, your camera to cops rolling up on somebody who's trying to jump over your back fence. This shit is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's. I don't know. This is about to be on television. I'm telling you. This is the next big thing. Mm, good for them. I wish I, I wish I thought about it. The only downside to this YouTube channel is that there is an announcer who is doing this stupid, trying to be like a newscaster voice. Oh, I hate and that. He's doing it all wrong. Mm. And it sounds dumb. You know who? It sounds like a yeah, mixture between Dan Rather and the guy who did Hookers at the Point. It sounds oh, like a mixture wow. between that. And I'm like, well, why are you doing this? Just shut up and let let the let the crackhead talk. He's wow. obviously got a lot to say in front of this doorbell camera. <laughs> so oh, I hated that guy's voice. Oh, Hookers uh, at the Point. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't stand TikTok? his voice. Uh, yeah. The ladies always come back to the point. <laughs> he thought he was, I, he, I think he thought he was poetic. Yeah, yeah, it just, it was. So I saw her sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So I gave her a 20 to suck my dick. <laughs> Hookers on the point. <laughs> yeah, that's poetry, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was, so w- we're recording um, before Thanksgiving, but you're going to hear this after Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving plans this year, this is like the first time that my house is sort of like the central location for uh, a gathering. Usually it's my mother's house. And like last week I was at my mom's house and she was like, oh, when you come over for Thanksgiving. And I was like, we're actually going to have Thanksgiving at our house. And the disappointment on her face was like, I felt kind of bad because I've only not had Thanksgiving at my mother's house like maybe four times in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but you guys can come over here. You know, Bum, you can come over. Uh, you know, I'm your fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I make Thanksgiving the best. <laughs> Gunshot to your face. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I say that because I remember uh, time I didn't eat. I didn't have Thanksgiving with my mother. It was, it was the same type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little tight, but but um, you know, we're having. Wait, my so she's not coming over. She uh, well, I'm I'm gonna get to that. Oh, okay, I think I think the plan was that they were because we're doing a potluck, so everybody's mm-hmm. bringing the dish. Uh, my brother in law, my sister in law, their spouses, 
then he's coming. Um, I invited you, but you rather eat with somebody else. Um, <laughs> Traitor! <laughs> I love how you phrase that, but go on. Uh, so, and they were going to come. I think they were going to come, but my nephew was diagnosed with COVID yesterday. Jeez. So, oh. so we're like, see you at Christmas. Mm. Um, so it's just going to be shit up in here. Keep that yeah. COVID over there. And it, it came close. It came close to get, and his birthday is this week. Oh, damn. Happy COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Is it before but he's or a, after? He's a young man. He'll be fine. His birthday is the 25th. Okay. So it's after. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's all that's going on with me. Uh, so I am going to be my, my potluck dish for this Thanksgiving is going to be bread. I'm getting back into the bread baking. My pandemic bread is coming back on this Thursday, Thanksgiving, <laughs> one week only. <laughs> is it gluten free? It is not, sir. What type it's of flour do you? It's going to have only, all the glutens. One night only. He said, all the glutens are coming back. All the glutens are coming back. All the it, it is. Well, it is uh, organic, though. It is organic flour. Oh. My my youngest daughter will be extremely happy because she eats bread by the loaf. Mm. And I'm not going to say nothing because she would feel a challenge and want to bring her focaccia because she makes a focaccia bread. Uh, oh, I mean, if she wants to battle. I mean, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to do that because she'll right. bring over. It'll be like fucking 10 pounds of focaccia because in my family, we don't know how to make anything in moderation. Mm. I'm, I'm going to make um, <laughs> Jamaican hard dough bread and I'm going to make oh, a word. Peasant bread. You making hard o bread? What is peasant bread? It's just like a a crusty a crusty bread that you okay. usually bake in like a Dutch oven or something something of that sort. Got it. So it's like a, a round, crusty, but it's soft and doughy in the middle. Yo, Rick, we got to open up like a fucking food stand during the holidays where you make hard o bread and I make coquito and we just fucking hard o and coquito. What something? And just call it the calorie cart. The Caribbean calorie cart. Sir, you cannot come in here if you take any of these pills, sir. Turn around, Basically. sir. Sir, your foot looks like it hurts. Do not come in here if your foot hurts, sir. I am diabetic. Your foot looks a little foot hurts. Oh, well. Can you make Coquito... Hot chocolate. Yeah, a coquito's a uh, a milk base. So yeah, you can just add it to hot chocolate. That would be fucking amazing. Just take it, and next time you make hot chocolate, just pour it in the hot chocolate instead of milk. Well, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about the Caribbean calorie stand. Oh yeah, <laughs> Caribbean <laughs> calorie counter. Make a heart attack all day. Oh, oh man, hot bread, That's hot hot coquito chocolates. Fat niggas. Oh, you know what you can do? You can get some coquito, right? You put it inside the frost. <sighs> when you take a bite, it squirts your mouth. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can get a scoop of hot, you can get a scoop of coquito ice cream on top. Oh, shit. Wow. Mm. All right. I, lost. I think I just lost my foot. Yeah, pretty my much. My 600 pound life. <laughs> Just pour that coquito all over my body. I like the way it tastes and smells. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, that is my check-in. 
Well, thank you, sir. Um, how about we take some nice, a nice break right now? What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke, Etsy, Pinterest, Friendster, Hamster, X-Hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, for my check-in, I uh, it's pretty light this week. I had been trying to... Well, before I get into that, last Saturday was the last game of the tournament season for soccer and the gold team played actually pretty well on saturday but they wind up losing to the red team in the first part of the playoff season because the playoff season was condensed into one day and it was really just they had one kid that just was outstanding i mean he looked like pele uh reincarnated he just was out of control in terms of how good he was but then they came back and they won the second one which maintain them to only finish in third and let me tell you when my son was upset your boy was not feeling that placement at all so um he had to calm down and eventually he calmed down and he got back into the swing of things uh, fucking bullshit yeah that was i mean really um so that was that so we had to deal with that so we i don't want back. no fucking ice cream i don't want nothing yeah, I mean, take me home. They had the participation trophies. He was like, you want that shit? Yeah, like, what is this? <laughs> Good damn effort. <laughs> Fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an old spirit, man. You, listen, your youngest one has a very old spirit. And he's got the spirit of an 80s child. Like, participation. I, I think he's even older than that. And this is, I always say, uh, yeah, really. Um, he is named after my great great grandfather who purchased himself out of slavery wow so that spirit has to be in i know that yeah yeah Uh, a lot of power in the name i gotta say all those teams better watch out next year yeah because he's about to kick holes in their backs pretty much pretty much because his dribbling is out of control this Um, nigga's this nigga's rocky four right now yeah, the mountains. <laughs> Drago! <laughs> Drago! <laughs> Just making soccer balls start, rocked. Start the montage right now. Yeah, exactly. Next time, and, y'all about to feel it. Yeah, and he actually scored three <laughs> goals on uh, Saturday. One in one game, and two in another. So he's 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 gotten so much better after this one season. So I'm looking forward to continued growth and seeing what he does next season, and he'll start training, I guess, uh, next couple of weeks. Yeah, you, you could probably find, I'm sure they got like winter. It is indoor spaces training, that we can go to. Like that, like that. Um, yeah. yeah, man, I, I, listen, I, and he and he, and he he still likes the baseball too? He does. Uh, we haven't talked about it as much um, because of the weather, but, you know, come spring, he'll, I'm sure we'll get him in there, but I'm thinking about getting him into a basketball uh, league like with the Gauchos this winter so we'll see how that goes well if he plays baseball again let me know i'd like to come see him play you should take him to brazil for this on saturdays what really baseball games you should do that yeah take take him to brazil for the same i'll take him i'll take it (laughs) now i got it now i got an excuse to go to brazil i'll take him (laughs) 
and just make sure he gets to all his matches. We'll see. <laughs> Dad, you got me here with Uncle Rick. This motherfucker's drunk. He has nothing. Oi, 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 oi. It's 11.30 Brazilian time, and he has not got up yet. <laughs> hey, kid, here's your bus pass. See you at four. Dad, we ain't supposed to have an Airbnb. We're in the favela right now. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, Dad. Come, tell me. Lord have mercy. I, um, over the weekend, was trying to find a few uh, stand-up comedy shows to watch. And was disappointed so much. I watched the Yvonne Orgy stand-up show. Wasn't feeling it. Mm. I watched the Little Rel stand-up show. Wasn't feeling it. I watched the latest Bill Bellamy show. Wasn't feeling it. The one that I actually surprisingly did appreciate was Chris Red's show. Really? From Saturday Night Live. Did you hear Um, more of my jokes in that show? Say again. Did you hear more of our jokes? More of our material in that show? Just one. I did not. I did no. not. But um, I liked his show because I think he came in with a plan of written jokes and prepared uh, material. But the audience was so involved, he wound up riffing off of them a lot. So, and I think because of his background of um, stand up, I'm mean, not stand up, um, of uh, what do you call it? Improv. Improv that I think he was able to do a great job with that. And of course, obviously stealing, listening to our show and stealing our material. Right, exactly. Um, that that gives him a, a leg up. But I was so disappointed with the stand-ups this weekend. Like, I, I really want- Have you to, seen uh, Earthquake? Have you seen Earthquakes? Yeah, yeah, oh, that one. I love that oh, one. Okay. Yeah, that show was- Did hilarious. you see Deion Cole's? His new one, his Some mom's ones. name. Yes. I can't, yeah, you know what? I should have watched that one. Pretty good. Really? Okay. I watched that uh, sometime this week. So there was that. And then I wanted to put this out there for you guys. I know we talked about how disappointed we were in The Shy. There's actually another show that's based in Chicago called uh, 61st Street. And it stars uh, Courtney B. Vance and it's produced by Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I brought that up on the show. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you have it. This, I think this is what The Shy should have been. <laughs> it just was like... It, it felt a little bit gritty. I mean, I they had to skip because it's only eight, eight episodes. So I, I felt like they were skipping and just kind of jumping, uh, uh, leaping a little bit forward on certain parts of the storyline. But I thoroughly enjoyed this. I binged it uh, for most of one day. And matter of fact, I binged it in the day. And yeah. uh, I recommend it. So um, I did not re- remember you talking about it, but uh, I'm glad I watched yes. it. That's when we were talking about power and and I said that I liked the show when it first came on, but I don't know when it jumped to shark. I think when Lena Waithe must have left the writer's room. I don't know. Oh, my And then goodness. that was, and we were talking about Snowfall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, I brought up that show. Okay. It's but speaking of Lena Waithe, have you seen her movie uh, Beauty on Netflix? No. Okay. Don't watch it. Really? Don't watch it. It, it was so disappointing. The storyline was so weak. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito is in it. Strong performance. Niecy Nash is in it. Strong, another strong performance. Wow. The other actors, I mean, mm. what's the premise of the film? It's about a young lady who is getting into the music business. 
Matter of fact, it's it's Whitney Houston light. That's pretty much what the story is about. Um, <laughs> she has a girlfriend, but doesn't want to present that part of her life and but still wants to, you know, travel the world and sing. And um, her mom is concerned about that area of her life. And her dad is controlling and wants to manipulate the situation. So it's 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 sort of like, you know, they took the Whitney Houston story and jazzed it up and changed it a little bit. Gotcha. All right. So, yeah, uh, like I said, it's a light check-in this week. So, therefore, that's the end of my check-in. This is Leon, and I am done speaking. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, L.O.Dot, and wanted to invite you to give us a call at 619-940-4040. Just give us a shout-out, give us a call, and let us know how you hate the show, how you love the show, or how you're indifferent to the show. Either way, we would love to hear from you. Just give us a call. This is Decoding 40. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back. And we are going to slide into part two of our conversation with Welby Aselli. Um, You can catch Flips to Profits, uh, Mastermind, which is coming in February 2023. Great conversation. Um, on the other side of the break, we are going to continue with our conversation and close out the show. So, Enjoy uh, the nuggets that he drops, and we'll catch you on the other side of this interview. Enjoy. By the time I recouped all my money, rehab money and everything, I should make at least $60,000, $70,000 on this property. Right. Long story short, the guy was a disaster. Didn't know what he was doing. Quality of the work that needed to be done because I found out later that the property had a fire and prior to me buying it, so wow. given the fact it had a fire, the city was involved because there were certain violations oh. in the city that I wasn't educated enough to fact check. Right. To make sure. So that by the time it was all said and done, it was a disaster to sell that property. Mm. When it ended up happening, I finally sold that property and I sold that property and took a loss of $60,000. Wow. Damn it, man. One twenty. And I took a loss of $60,000, but I received a check for $90,000. So come back home. I came back home excited. At that time, I had befriended someone that was in Connecticut. And it's, it's not about Connecticut. I just want to make this clear to people that get hyped up about where you should be investing in. Mm -hmm. right? Forget about Connecticut. Forget right. about Connect Georgia. Forget about Cleveland. Forget about it. That's irrelevant. But it just happens to be that somebody that I know befriended me or I've known says to me, you should come and check out Connecticut. Mm -hmm. I had to admit to myself, I could not play in New York in the manner that I wanted to play. It's too expensive here. Yeah. The bar is really The high. bar's high. Yeah. The gambling is, is too high risk. Yeah. I knew I couldn't play here. And the competition is wicked. So he said, why don't you come to Connecticut? And I said, you know what? I got this property I'm selling. I know I'm going to take a loss on it. He didn't know this, but I know it's going to take a loss on it, big loss on it, but I'm going to come to Connecticut. When I come home, I go to my parents' house. My father was always on me about how's everything going because he's been watching. My whole family's been watching the losses I've been taking. Right. Mm. And then, of course, they're telling you enough is enough. Right. Just right. go to work. Right. Hey, so go again. Another loss. My father said to me in Creole, Welby, are you done with this? You're done, right? You're not doing this anymore. <laughs> Don't say it in Creole. <laughs> Bibi Ufini Avexa. So in, 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 they, they, they call me Bibi for Welby. They call yeah. me Bibi. She was like, Bibi Ufini Avexa. Welby, you done with this? And I was like, nah. Nah, that, yeah, I felt that. I got it, man. Yeah. He said, what do you mean I got it? I said, I got it. Mm. I know what to do now. And of course, he thought I was crazy. 
And I said that this is what I'm going to do. And I took that $90,000 and that $90,000 to date, it turned into millions of dollars for me. From, from wow. Wow. That's dope. Nice. So how much did this education cost you in total? Um, that like a college degree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Big time. I lost in, 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 in equity value yeah. in the properties, seven figures in equity mm. value, wow. in liquid actual money. Man, I mean. Uh, oh, shit. That's a lot of money. Oxford. I, I lost a ton of money, man. I lost Jeez. a ton of money. Right. I appreciate what you're doing because you're talking about shit that a lot of these uh, IG realtors and other influences will put air quotes on. They only talk about the good shit. They don't talk about all the fucking L's yeah. they take. Yeah. And it's refreshing because it makes the connection more human, mm -hmm. right? Because everybody wants to make money, but nobody wants to talk about the L's they take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think what you just did, you, you, you fucking humanize this shit. You made it, you made you, you don't come across like, I know everything, so fuck it. Right. You know, we're not going to talk about my L's. You fucking talk about the L's. I'm proud. I wear my L's with like a badge of honor. Yeah. No, going it's dope them, though. Going through them was the worst time. But then looking back, I'm happy it happened to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I said that my mission is going to be to help as many people as I can to get into this business, but to minimize mm -hmm. the punches in the face that I had to go through. Mm -hmm. Because the average person takes one L, they're not getting up again. No. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 I ran through my story quick because mm -hmm. it's a long story, mm -hmm. but I've been through some shit, man. Yeah. I've been through some shit. And then at the same time, it's made me an animal and I don't tolerate the bullshit. Right. And then on top of that, I sit back and I watch the messages that are being put out there. Mm. And I'm not going to lie to you, it angers me. Mm. It bothers me. And then at the same time, I think it, it um, alienates me in a lot of ways because my message doesn't go in line with the, what the bulk of the people are saying. Right. I'm special as far as my uniqueness because there's only a one well-being on this planet. Just like what you, you three gentlemen, you're special in terms of your uniqueness because there's only one of you. Mm -hmm. But as far as what I've done, there's nothing special about what mm -hmm. I've done. Mm -hmm. Because anybody can do it if they prepare to take the sacrifices that are necessary to do it. Right. So when I put my the, my information out or where I, I share with people what I tell with people, I'm not telling the norm of what's supposed to be said. Right. But, but I really do this shit. But I so think when that's, I that's why I fucks with your platform. Yeah. And <clears throat> because yeah. you you give the the good side and you give the ugly side. You know. And Here's that's what's so important. That's important. There's nobody in this industry that's taking this business supposedly to scale that do not take losses often. Mm. It's just the nature of the business. Right. Yeah. So why is it that I, sometimes I feel like I'm the only one that takes losses. So mm. that's why people, they'll sometimes I've had people make comments and say, damn bro, another tenant didn't pay you rent. Maybe that ain't the business that you should be in. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, this is I it. have a lot of tenants. Yeah. And that's the nature of the business right. that you're going to have. That's just mathematics and odds and everything else. The same thing with yeah. flipping houses. Yeah. yeah. There's no way that you're going to hit a home run every time. Right. Shit happens. Right. So what I want to do is to prepare the people for that fact. And then what do you do to minimize those losses so that at the end of the situation, the year, the deal, you're on the green side of things. Mm -hmm. That's the goal for what with, with the with the with the information I'm giving to the people. How old are you? 46. Okay. So you understand what I'm saying. 
it's a generational thing of wanting to deal with reality and the realness of shit. I think that people don't want to hear okay. the real shit sometimes. They well, want they just want they want the fluff. I don't think it's today though. This is just a different pack this is just a different presentation package differently, but it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Because um um So you um, think it's a, a the per the people themselves are a generational thing? No, this is this is this is a, a human thing. Same shit with different they thing. They know yeah. that 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 you can present it to a, to a certain certain group of people, and it has nothing to do with ethnicity or race. Mm-hmm. Certain group of people, and we could present this to you, and there's a greater chance that you're gonna be you're gonna purchase this snake oil. Yeah. So I can make a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So just pay attention to what's happened in the '80s and '90s when it's the same thing. You it's, think that these large auditoriums packed with people right. looking like we're in a, a, a religious cult right, is something right. that just started? This has been happening. Not it's true. the Horatio Alger story that you kind of build yourself up from nothing and all of a sudden you're this, you know, grandiose millionaire. And that's what we're constantly sold in America. There's but, only t- there's 10 easy steps right. to... <laughs> but what I wanted to get back to <laughs> is as Alaric spreads COVID. Um, what I wanted to get back to was the reason why I was asking about how did you rise up after all of the, uh, the L's is that I took a major L in real estate. And it, it had to do with, I partnered with a friend of mine and watched them completely turn on me to the point where they said, told the lender that I had committed bank fraud. And that should just wipe me out. And it was a great deal. I did all the research. I actually was on the good side of a, a, a project. Quick numbers, it was 53000 to acquire the uh, the uh, property. I think we just had banked on 80000 to do the reno. Turned out to be one ten, but it still sold about two thirty. Mm. But I got none of that mm. because the, the deal just went so bad and went left. And I was like, all right. So I literally was sick of real estate. Wow. I had those same things. Yeah. I said... I said, this is full of shit. Yeah. There's no money in real estate. There's nobody <laughs> making money in real estate. This is full of shit. And, and, and what, he, what happened was I had to have a real coming to home moment to Jesus mm. with myself. Mm. When I was at the bottom for myself, you'd have those suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, was never, I would never have been man enough to do it. But I think everybody at one point or another thinks, mm. right? That's mm. an option, right? And I'll never forget that time I was in my home I was alone in the house and I wanted to cry. So I go in, in, in the bathroom and I'm not crying. And I have my hands on the sink, but my head is down and I wasn't strong enough to look at myself in the mirror. Mm. Wow. And I'm crying. Wow. Then I said, yo, as I'm crying, I said, yo, I'm saying to myself, look at yourself, look at yourself. So I look at myself and now I'm looking at myself with tears in my eyes. I was like, yo, man, yo, I'm going to do this, man. I'm going to do this, right? And I said to myself, stop lying. If I want to lie to the world to make the world look, thinking I'm doing something, okay. Mm. But don't lie to yourself. Right, right. I had the nice car. I dressed nice. I was broke. I always say I had one foot on a sheet of ice and another foot on a banana peel. Right. <laughs> I like right? that. And I'm like, yo, any sudden movement, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what was the determination? Was it because you couldn't let this thing beat you? Or was it like, I really, really want real estate? I love real estate. Mm. I'm in love with real estate. Mm. Real estate is me. I had to be admit to myself that I was cutting corners. Mm. I had to be real with myself. Right. Welby, when you bought that property, 
did you really, really put forth the effort as you'd like others to believe that you did? Mm -hmm. Because everything looks good in an acquisition. Right. Anything. A car, a watch, clothing, a house. So it looked good. So because I was able to acquire it, because I bought it, it felt good to be able to say, this is mine. Right. Who gives a fuck? What's it, what, what, if it's not doing anything for you positive, positively, who cares? But I preferred the look versus the performance. Mm -hmm. And that was for everything in my life. Mm -hmm. I bought me a brand new, damn near brand new Lexus at the time, and I had $30,000 in the bank, and I bought it for $32,000. Wow. Because I had to look the part. Right. Right? So. Balling. Balling. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> I said I, I, I had to be real with me that I was not doing what I was supposed to do mm -hmm. and to do it correctly. Right. Which is why when I told you guys I got the $90,000, I said, I know what to do now. Mm. Right. I don't know what, I don't know if God hit me that day. I don't know what it was. I knew what to do. Right. Right. I knew what to do. With, and I'm talking about in terms of not no uh, um, um, spiritual, uh, uh, and I got, I got the glow and, yeah, and, and yeah, like yeah. the karate kid and he touched me in my glow. Can't, not that. <laughs> I have to be real with myself. Yeah, right. mm. Yo, Wubby, you cutting corners. Wubby, you know, you didn't, Put set forth certain things, but the experience you could not pay for it. Right. Well, you did. Well, I yeah. paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You did pay for it. I did, and yeah. I took that experience. I took that truth to myself of what I was not doing, and then I started applying it to what I'm doing. Right. And that got me where I'm at. I got introduced to you on I don't know if it was your first video, but it was definitely a viral video where the tenant yeah. um, that you had to uh, help move to another location. I was yeah. going to mention it. Oh, okay. Sorry, I stole. No, you. no, no. That's it's, it's X because that was what I was going to mention next. But okay, so yeah, I for me that's what made you real for me, and I was like. You come off incredibly rough on uh, Instagram sometime, and I'm like, I, I got to scroll through this dude. But when that story, when I saw that one, I was like, this is the real shit right here because this is what you have to deal with. And the humanity in it is what connected me to what your Absolutely. mission is. I appreciate that. Anybody that takes the time to listen to me, I mean, I got a lot of people that do. And I get told that all the time. Man, you speaking to me. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm you. Yeah. You know, so yes, I'm I am that way, but then I'm at the same time too, I'm human. Mm -hmm. Right. So with that situation with that lady, what people didn't see in that video was what happened behind the scenes that the camera didn't catch. So I had a moving truck because she got evicted. Mm -hmm. All right. So the courts said she has to go. The woman robbed me. She took advantage of the pandemic. She did all of that. Mm -hmm. But just like I warned the people. Yelling at people, screaming at people, telling the people, this shit is real out here. Right. Stop playing around. Right. It's going to eventually come back and bite you. That's what happened to her. So what happened is when we rolled up, the moving company, the marshals were there. Mm -hmm. And it was to knock on the door and take her stuff out. Mm -hmm. And wherever she going to go, she going to go. Mm. When they knocked on the door, I never showed her face. But what you saw was a, a, a terrified woman mm. and didn't have no place to go. Those people that were there, I had to pay for them to be there. Anybody that's done an eviction, had to pay the marshal a thousand and some change. The moving vehicle company, I had to pay to move her stuff out and put it in storage. Mm. I paid, it was like maybe two, three thousand, twenty five hundred dollars or something like that. That day, I went downstairs to go see her and all I saw was a terrified woman. 
I told her, give me a minute. And I went outside and I told him, forget about it. Mm. Don't do it. That's what people didn't see. Right. Mm. And the marshal was telling me, you sure you want to do that? Because if I'm not I giving this back, money back. Because there is no refund. <laughs> yeah, and she we told can't me, do this again. And she told me that oh, you because if she again. has to come back, you're going to have to pay for this right. again. Yeah. And then, of course, they left. And then that's when I came back and when you saw the filming. Mm -hmm. And that's when I walked into her and I said to her, listen, I got something I'm going to do for you. Let's just do this. Mm -hmm. And then I helped her move her stuff. I had no, I had two my other guys to move some other stuff to put it in storage. I paid for her storage and then I paid for her to stay in a hotel for, it was for four weeks at the time of the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, she stayed right. another two weeks that I paid for, for okay. her. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that video went out and that that's what really kind of like kind of pushed me. Let me tell you, when I changed my business format, including with my tenants on being how much money I can make off of them and converting it to me servicing them. Right. Exactly. I've made more money. Right. Because you do the right thing, the money's coming It's anyways. coming anyway. So right. I don't focus on the money because I know what I'm going to get off of it. Let me focus on a great product. Exactly. And it, it, what you said is 100% true. You are now listening to Decoding 40. I've always had that dream of, of being a landlord. Like the ultimate dream for me is to have a office building in Manhattan. That, that's always been my top, top dream. Why? But is that your arrogance yeah. speaking or is, or, or. I'm with Eric about you. Won't be, be putting on? no names. No, 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 no. My, no, I, no I, I don't have to be. Up. It doesn't even have, like no one has to know who I am. But that name being on the building you want the generations. Rip, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Mm. I don't care if nobody even knows my name. Mm. I don't care about none of that shit. I feel you. You know, you know what I want? <laughs> to do what the fuck I want to do. Yep. When I want to do I it. When I want to do it. You want to know what I love? My mother calls me up and says, BB, and get pissed off and give it to her. Mm. My nieces and my nephew, or my brother, your well-being. I was gonna get my son this car. No, I'm gonna go with you, and we gonna get it for him. Right, right. That's what I want. Because let me tell you something. You watch any of these guys, the Rockefellers, and you name any other of these guys. It took them generations to do this. Mm -hmm. What we're trying to do in a generation. Right. And then now, all of a sudden, now it's we're doing it for my kids, kids, kids. So, and that same time, it gives you a sense of feeling uh, guilty for enjoying your fruits of your labor, mm. right? Yo, I wanna, I'm gonna burn every dime I can while I'm alive. Not saying I'm not thinking about tomorrow. Right. That's not what I'm saying, right? But I'm gonna burn every dime I can and enjoy my life. Right. Because what we hoping for, kid, kid, you dead and gone. That's right. it, it's over. Right, right. right. It's he was, over. He wasn't shooting with me in the gym. Yeah, in the gym. <laughs> in the gym. You know, and what, what, what happened for us today, yeah. you got a lot of people that are using this now against us and saying, don't you want to create generational wealth? You need to do this, this, and this for them now. Right. Give me X amount of money and I'm going to show you how to do it. You asked me, I wanted to get my back off the wall. Mm. I wanted to get my back off the wall, man. This living... 
check to check, hand to mouth shit is not cool. Seventy mm. percent of Americans in this country, not black, white, not gay, straight, seventy percent or more, lives check to check, and we're talking about generational. And your general, where you live in that now that you could breathe, you can't even pay enough to pay your rent next month. Seriously. And then you're going to let these other people dupe you to saying, don't you want to do it for your kids? Mm. You don't like steak? You don't like, you don't like a, a nice lobster? He doesn't I actually like steak. don't like steak. You don't like a nice cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, 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 I just, I just, I just. Uh, shit, <laughs> are, we, are you vegans? <laughs> He's pescatarian. It's our finest cabbage. It's like nice cabbage. Cabbage? That's hilarious. So that's, that's, so that's what it is. I just, I just don't get caught up with that. I, yeah. Me personally, I just don't get caught up with it. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't get caught up with that. I just, I am. Um, I just wanted my back off the wall. Mm. I wanted I wanted to live in a nice house. Mm. Thankfully, I do. I wanted to. I have a bunch of cars. I like cars. I wanted a nice car. Mm. I wanted to do what the hell I wanted to do. Mm. You know that that that's what I wanted to do. You know that's that's why I appreciate you being here because you help put those things in perspective. Yeah. Right. For the people that are listening who are interested in the real estate industry and in, and in, in getting into the real estate market, first three things that they should do: educate themselves. Educate themselves. Educate themselves. That's the first three things they need mm. to do. I can't tell you how important it is. Everybody can do it. Yeah. Everybody can get the money to do it or has the money to do it. When you educate yourself, that answers a lot of the questions for you. So even with my mastermind or my training mastermind, I tell the people that if you're not ready to get to put in the work, don't even bother. Don't yeah. even waste your time with this because... It's, it's, it's like it's homework. It's homework. It's, it's, it's a college style training that I put together, but I put together for my life. Mm -hmm. So I don't approach this from a position of a theory. Right. Most of the time when you're hearing people speaking and giving these strategies in place, it frustrates me because yeah. it's a theory that they're talking about. And most of them don't even apply it in real life. So one of the things we believe in is seven points or seven touch points of reinforcing where people can contact you at. So we want you to actually say, where can someone tap into to get? The number one way to get me is on my Instagram, um, is uh, um, at my best 197. That's A-T-M-Y, A-T-M as in Mary, Y, B-E-S-T 197. That's the predominant way to get me. And um, you could email me also at flips2profits at gmail.com as well. Why at my best? I was going to ask. I'm that. sorry. I'm stealing all head. your thunder. <laughs> um, at my best, I want to be at my best at all times. Mm. So that's what, so in this business, I always keep this in my mind. I'm trying to be at my best at all times. So that's how it came about, the at my best. And then the 197 was the actual block that I grew up in, in Hollis, Queens. And 197 is a famous block in Hollis, Queens, because that's the block of Run Trap DMC. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say Trap Quest. Quest. Nah, well, Trap Quest was the Linden. block actually from the Linden. Linden. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, so, so tra 197 is the block of Run DMC and the actual house that my parents own and we grew up in is actually the house of DMC from Run DMC. Wow. So that's, that, that's how that name came about that way. Damn, that's hip-hop history. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, we want to thank you for coming on, on absolutely and, and talking about this and Definitely. sharing the knowledge 
that you have. Um, I'm sure you saved some people <laughs> thousands of dollars just from mm -hmm. your conversation today. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I would encourage you guys to check out the Mastermind event and, and try to get on that waiting list. And uh, I want to thank you for coming through. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for me, it was more than real estate. I think your message is bigger than real estate. Oh, yeah. It's a state of mind. And I appreciate you coming on and keeping it real because I think what happens is a lot of times you see the other shit and like, yeah, because, you know, I got this Bentley, I'm flossing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got bitches in it. And you go, yeah, okay, but how did you get that? Who's, who's saying they got bitches? I'm just saying. I'm not going to call motherfucking names. Uh, you know the personalities uh, I'm talking about. You know that Asian IG. guy that used to come on in, in the middle of the night? He had, he had, he had a lot of bitches. He had a boat and bitches. And he called them bitches? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to look, look right. at the YouTube. Y'all getting on me for the word. I'm, okay, no, whatever. I'm just saying. That's that pretty odd. I just said something poignant, and you're talking about what I said. All right. On that note. Anyway. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> See what happens when 18... He always has to get the last word. He does. I do. He does. 1856. Nah. All right. That's been a, another episode of Decoding 40. We appreciate you coming through, Welby. Thank you. And uh, we want to definitely have you back again. Yeah, man. We'll get deeper in the conversation about real Absolutely. estate. I like that. That'd be good. Awesome. I like that. Welcome back to another segment of What's the Scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. This week's scenario is actually uh, taken from our friends over at the Neighborhood Talk. And here it goes. It goes something like this. My friend, who's supposed to get married next month, just found out she's pregnant. She's thinking of an abortion because if the church finds out, they won't wet her. Both he and she are confused as the groom is a youth leader in church. What would you advise this young couple to be wed to do? I would say, blame it on Jesus. It's an immaculate conception. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> the church. <laughs> look at the ch church. Please look, church. Church, do you understand, church? Yeah. We're having baby Jesus. I just thought, won't show to know. We're having baby Jesus. Which is a fascinating point, though, if I can point this out, where... It's very believable, or at least folks have faith in that story 2,223 years later. Thank you, Terry. <laughs> Good way. Yeah, I was like 2,223 years later. Carry the one, nigga. He <laughs> <laughs> carried that two too many times. <laughs> but try to tell that story right now, everyone would think you are absolutely FOS. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I think this is sort of the decision. First of all, I would advise them to not worry about what the church has to say mm -hmm. and do what you need to do for yourselves as a young couple about to get married. Are you prepared to have a child now? Are you not prepared to have a child now? Don't abort a child because you think the church is going to judge you. Isn't it worse to abort a child over a lie? Like, or is a sin of sin? Or is, uh, what, what, first of all, what church do they go to? The church of mean as fuck? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I'm pretty sure they go to St. Everyday Church because I can see quite a few churches saying that they're not going to marry you if they find out that you had an abortion. Go to, well, if, well, you, if you have an abortion, but if, you're, if you had premarital sex is what she's worried about them threatening 
Oh my God! Not no, it's married. not premarital sex because if if she wasn't pregnant, then no one would know anything, and there wouldn't be any record. Right, but she has to get an abortion so that to hide that. Right, it's, I think it's so that they'll so they'll pregnant. so that they'll marry her. Right. Well, how the fuck they gonna know she's pregnant? Is she showing? Is she showing? Like, come on! If she's a couple of weeks, no one's gonna know she's pregnant unless she's throwing up in a bucket. Mm. You know what I'm but saying? How like, how the fuck are they gonna know? How about she fuck say she got church. pregnant? I maybe, mean, yeah, maybe that, the pressure. If your church is that judgmental lying. about that, they're not going to marry. They're not going to allow you to get married. Go to another church. Pastor probably fucking the the organist. Oh. The church. Other I mean, there's, there are churches with very strict rules. Like, there's there's a church that I'm aware of that will not marry you if you've been divorced. Yes, Catholics, and, and not just Catholics, but I'm just saying. So there's a fuck. Are you that brainwashed people, by religion? I mean, you're going to church for a reason, right? To get spiritual on, feeding. So, yeah, but you know what? If you if you're eating that, if you're eating that bullshit, if you're digesting that bullshit wholeheartedly, then why are you even fucking? Like, I mean, come on, like, and and but see, my thing is human oh, beings. I know, like, that's my and be, that's my point. To be and that is my point exactly. You're human beings. You fuck. You made a mis. You made a mistake and got pregnant whether you wanted to or not the condom broke who the fuck knows what happened all i'm saying is that you already did the deed you already started fucking so who cares and you're that brainwashed to be like well i all i was really doing was fucking but who i got pregnant now like come on just stop just, i mean but you, listen we've talked about this with the mormons in terms of opting for anal sex instead of vaginal sex or or opt, opting for soaking yeah as do what you an do. alternative so, so, I, but so my point is that people will. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. A Mormon woman to... did not come. A Mormon woman did not come up with soaking. What is soaking oh, no. again? You stick it in and yeah. don't move. Yeah, but you can't move. You can't move, but someone else will bounce on the bed to create the uh, movement. Yes, that's that's another <laughs> that's another person added to right. So, so you had a threesome. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. Well, no, you according to you, that's not a threesome. So she's participating. <laughs> She is participating. She's oh, the jumper. God. You gotta get <laughs> the jumper. <laughs> so if you it, all right, so now in that situation, you want to get somebody with some weight on them because the yeah, yeah, we more jumping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You want a fat jumper. Absolutely. You want a bigger jumper, yeah. But not too big, because you don't go too oh. fast. <laughs> you don't go too fast. A little too deep. You only got one chance at this. So you don't want to go to you want you can last a little bit. So what happens in in mid jump? You bust your shit off and you lay one in her, and then what happens? She's pregnant. Well, if she gets pregnant. I understand. And, but what happens in Mormon <laughs> place? Do they kill uh, you? Vincent? This is how sex no. works. What happens? What do the Mormons <laughs> do then? What did well, that was a, a unauthorized soaking? What happened was you soaked too much. <laughs> If you oversoak, <laughs> you oh, oh, they be like, they be like, hold up, they be like, <laughs> you, oh, you must, you must, use, hold up, you, you must have been, you must have been soaking with Big Maud, because when Big Maud's in the room, we get a lot of accidents. <laughs> Big Maud's calendar is full, a lot of miss soaks. I, I think there's something wrong with a religion. Or a sect of a religion that would have you contemplating aborting a child simply to mask some wrongdoing. 
an adult. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, this is very problematic that someone would have to resort to these sort of options. Yeah. In order to hide the natural feelings and activity that they've already done. Right. And I mean, and that's not to cast judgment on anyone who makes a decision to terminate a pregnancy for whatever reason you have. Right, for sure. But it, I, I think the well, point it's is not that your it's reason. stupid reason. Right. If, if you're doing this in order to appease someone else. Yeah, not a good and idea. Then, and who then what happened? Very well likely could have been trying, going through the same situation that you have been going through. Probably. And then what happens if, God forbids, you know, that there's complications and then she can't have killed children after that or she passes away during that procedure it, it, shit can happen you don't fucking know nothing is 100 percent. it's god's or, will God's will. that's hey, interesting god's will seems to only work when it's god has smited life. you <laughs> god has smited you because hey. you went and got an abortion now you can't hey. procreate anymore tell you not to do that <laughs> smite smite so if, if if you knew if you knew these young people, just to be clear, what would you tell them? Fuck I would church. tell them to to leave that church, find yourself mm -hmm. a church that you can be yourself, your full self. If you have to be something other than a human being, then it's not. I don't think that that's what was meant for you, ladies and gentlemen. There are churches where you can fuck and get married and have babies and all that shit. Go to that church. <laughs> God will still love you. What's no matter the, what church you what's go to. What's the name of that church, man? Get, let's get it on, on church. I don't know what the fuck's That is Coquito. Let's get ready to rumble, church. That is Coquito-ish. Yeah, that yeah. was very Coquito-ish. <laughs> let's get it on. Yo, I've finished half backs. my bottle already. Yeah, oh, so yeah. have I. Jesus Christ. Oh, you, like, you, I'm, I'm not quite down to the line. I'm not down and, to and, yet. And you had uh, the bourbon in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I should have had that too. All right, but let's get out of this. They cancel each other out. That was this week's What's the Scenario? All right, gentlemen, we have come to that golden moment in the hour where we talk about what we've learned during the show or this past week. What have you learned? I learned that. When it comes to customer care, not only do they don't care, but I just don't have the patience like I used to anymore. And if I hear, not to sound like a MAGA, but if I hear an accent sometimes, I just get discouraged and want to hang up the phone. And that's my. Uh, that's opinion. very MAGA-ish. <laughs> Bring back customer care to America. <laughs> I'm going to give it 100 with you. To America. You can, you can always call Mike Liddell. I think. All his customer care <laughs> in America. Yeah, if I want a my pillow stuff with crack. Mm -hmm. Mike Liddell, that fuck. Mike Liddell. I don't even think you have to buy a pillow. I think you can just call and complain about customer care not being American. So, oh, word. That, yeah. we we should call. Yo, let me get a pillow and a key of cocaine. I thought that's how it goes <laughs> down right now. What's up, Mike Liddell? Uh, yes, we'd like to speak to Mike Liddell right now. Please put Mike on the phone. Mike, how come every time I call customer care, they're not American? Mm. They don't speak English. Where's that crack at, though? Not that I want it, but I'm just curious where you keep your crack, Mike. In the pillow. <laughs> in the pillow. It's in my pillow. <laughs> my pillow has the crack. 
my MAGA, <laughs> my crack pillow. Alaric, what have you learned? You know, I'm going to go back to the interview real quick. And the thing that I learned was that if you have a dream, you have to keep going. You can take a lot of lumps, but you have to keep going because eventually hard work will pay off. And when uh, Welby was talking about his experience and losing so much in the beginning, it kind of reminded me of the story that I heard about Tyler Perry's beginnings. Mm -hmm. And he spent seven years losing money on his plays and eventually at one point lived in his car. And I think about what is my commitment to my art and the thing that I want to do? Would I be willing to take seven years of losses and eventually live in my car in to know that in 10 years I'll be a billionaire? Those are the questions we have to ask ourselves. How committed not are with we them kids. to our dreams? <laughs> well, well, no, not, not now. Back but in the day, maybe. Yeah, when you when I'm when you were 20 and 30 on, on your own, I took a lot of lumps. Mm -hmm. I paid a lot of dues. I ate a lot of ramen. So I don't but I, I think you are, and you'll probably agree that you're probably now starting to see the fruits of all that labor and all that uh, either disappointment or rejection or uh, maybe not seeing the outcomes that you had hoped for. But I think now you're you're in a part of your life where you're starting to see the fruition of a lot of the that hard work that you put in maybe 10 years ago. The, the best part of the perspective that I have right now is that I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Mm. I'm only doing things that I want to do. And that's a beautiful position to be in. Yeah. So as far as what I've learned, I've learned that Terry Coquito will <laughs> cradle you like a baby. <laughs> And Warm your insides. <laughs> <laughs> Gently massage the back of your neck and get ready to lay you down um, because I am done. <laughs> look, look. Shh. It's okay, Poppy. Put see. your head down. Put Let's your see. head down. Don't worry about it. It's going to be Let okay. Night this night. is absolutely yeah. delicious. Listen, uh, as as I always say, as we always say, please give us a call at 619-940-4040 or text us. You can leave a message or you can send a message as uh, kind or as pithy as you like. You can always email us at decoding40 at gmail.com. If you have a program or an idea or a collaboration that you'd like to work with us, do not hesitate to reach out. We would love to entertain it and start the conversation. We'll see who's uh, streaming strong next week, but I, I do love seeing this heat map get stronger and stronger and more red and more red as I look around, particularly to North America, even in Africa, which is it's just crazy how we started this a couple of years ago. And to be honest, we don't do a great deal of promotion, but uh, we obviously have to thank all of you who are sharing the show with your friends and your family and helping the word get out. So if you can continue to do that, that would be great. The We actually are going to start a uh, merch promotion this week. So look out for that. If you're on IG, hit us up at Decoding40. If you're on Twitter, hit us up on Decoding40. Guess what? If you're on Facebook, hit us up on Decoding40 as well. And any TikTok as well. With that, any other parting words, gentlemen? Don't spend all your money on Black Friday. Unless you're spending it with us. Yes, exactly. Unless oh, yeah, gonna, definitely. That's, that's right. I need don't seven hoodies. <laughs> don't go to the malls, yeah. black people. 
Why come? <laughs> Why come? Are you are you suggesting they spend their money with black retailers online? Absolutely. No. Yeah. Or save it. Or buy three or four Dakota Forty hoodies. Or buy three or four bottles of Terry Coquito. This is true. It's Whatever right. you do, just stay out the malls. Yeah. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.